Okay, so if I give you a little boost, that that's either some sort of apple or like a grenade. Um, Do you think you gotta it's a grenade? Be able to reach it. Do you think it's like, a grenade? Hold on. Just, I just. Okay, wait. I just. Dicky, I've got this fruit. You get the other one. I and then you're going to have to do that on your own, actually, I'm Dan. Because over I'm here, look at that. That's that's like some sort of like... I, someone help me, please. I that's like some sort of tree Dickie, gun, though. Please. That's it's, way cooler. I'm touching it. I'm touching it. Why do you touch... Oh, oh I'm going to... Oh. It's a cluster bomb. Don't pick it up. <laughs> Too late. Hello and welcome everybody to Law Dive 004. <gasps> We're talking about equipment, weapons, gear, attacks, and defense this time. I'm your Dungeon Master oh. Dick, and with me today <laughs> is the cackling. <laughs> the, 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 the cackling, the the quack quackling. Quackling. It's uh it's Taylor. Yeah, the crispiest. <laughs> and the uh the giggling and the piggling wow daniel yes, it is it is me i'm here and giggling away and leading us through this law dive we have this, <laughs> the 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 yokeling the the <laughs> what's another word for yokeling the um uh, taylor <laughs> i didn't hear I that i i just did like a noise like that <laughs> The yokeling and the um the invigorating the invigorating DM Dick Dynamite. How are you doing? The potato chip. Oh, I'm so good. Oh, so good. You, you really froze up. You really froze up on that one. Don't worry. No one heard that. That's, uh, that's been deleted. <laughs> the gap's been done. <laughs> so here we are, guys. We uh we're going to cover a brand new topic. Uh, this one's you know this. This covers uh, covers a lot a lot of in game law. It's it's also going to cover like just what the bastards can do, what the bastards could have been able to do, but also just how weapons, gear, attackings, different kinds of attacks work in this universe, both in terms of gameplay, it's a very hands on, and, and in terms of law. Yeah. So I guess we need to get into this. The orbital refuse galaxy is a heavily armed one. Although the three empires are no longer at war there is still a lot of armed conflict to be had. Starships with blaster guns and shields and torpedoes, hand blasters, rifles, energy blades, energy whips, energy staves, energy knuckles, psychic attacks, both both telepathic and telekinetic, vicious alien secretions. There's all manner of ways that the inhabitants of the Backwater Bastards world can deal damage to one another, and we are going to talk about those myriad of ways. So with all these different ways to harm, injure, and murder one another, it's a surprise that the bastards are actually as, uh, as un- uninjured and unmurderous as, as they have been. But I guess the only thing left to talk about is how they can do it. What do the bastards have? What do the bastards miss out on? What do they have to deal with? What dangers are lurking around a every lot. corner? Fuck. A lot. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. 
So. Oh, Tay, I don't think we want to find out about this. I think we want to keep it. It works for us so far. Ignorance We've, is bliss. Once Ignorance we know, is bliss. we know. You know? Exactly. I, I quite like unloading some of the stuff on you guys, though, because it's every single time you, I see the, you know, the little eyes lighting up, like, oh. <laughs> We can use that, like yeah, you know, like now you know, like a bit more about synths and. This race. was like, like when we found out that that the Dan was like the worst kind of psychic. Yeah. Yeah. And I stopped that guy from getting a job up, upgrade, uh, a raise, as it were. Yeah. 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 Promotion is the other word. But like how much more? How much more excited we are about both like Zuzu and the oh, Night heck, City? Man, I want to start the whole podcast over straight bit. again. Let's, let's be wraiths and synths next time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I feel like once we sort of start going through like weapons and attacks and stuff, you know, you're gonna it's, it's gonna be inspiring as to like you know what gear you want next or like right. what side oh, characters we bring in, okay. like, as well. Like it gives you guys ideas, but also like if I see your your ears, yeah, your eyes, your eyes and ears perking eyes and up, ears. up here, them, buddy, lo- whole lot of perking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Taylor's like what a tongue what are perking up as well. Apparently, what are those faces? Yeah. What yeah. do they mean? So you know, Tay's into it. No, but then I start thinking like, okay, well, this is you know, I, I got to tuck some of this into uh, into the story with All my right. uh, with with CNPCs, you know. Okay, are you ready to meta game? I'm ready to meta game. So, should we start weapons? <laughs> Let's start, Let's with, start weapons. with weapons. Yeah, refuse has. A really simple weapon proficiency system. When you're choosing your advantages and disadvantages, you can either have all of your proficiencies be unaltered. Like a default character, you're just like, you're Aussie 20, no plus, no minus, that's that. Or you can choose to be um, good at it, have an advantage, you get a flat plus five. You can choose to be bad at it, you get a flat minus five. Oh no. And that's it, that's it. So, and then there are just five kinds of weapons. There's oh, yeah? blaster pistols, aka one-handed range weapons. Okay. Blaster rifles, aka two-handed range weapons. Yeah. Energy blades, one-handed melee weapons. Mm. Energy staves, two-handed melee weapons. Oh. Or or unarmed fighting, and, hand-to-hand. And the lovely little fisticuffs motion you did there on camera for us. Hmm. I love it. And that, that's it. Like, I, as far as I'm concerned, any weapon that you're going to come across can fit into one of those. In terms of how the game system works, obviously in the real world, you know, like this thing, if you want to be like really good at like energy nunchucks or something, it's probably quite a specialized training involved in that. But we kind of gloss over that. We kind of see like if your character is like some sort of, you know, like space monk who uses nunchucks, mm. then yeah, you, you that can just come under your energy blades, you know, it just works for you. We haven't really come across any weapons yet, I guess. I've felt any need to enforce any uh, sort of special rules around, but... It could Ooh. happen, couldn't it? I don't know. What about that energy whip that I got? The energy whip? Because the energy whip does have like, it's got some different physics to it, doesn't it? Like yeah. it's the sort of I thing where- I have never used it, I think. It's an energy blade weapon, but it feels like, you know, depending ah. on how you describe your attacks with it, you could do some interesting things with it. So mm. that one, I mean, if Cleo does ever b- blast it out, it's going to be interesting. And I mean, she's a weapon specialist. Yeah. So technically Cleo should be able to use it with a plus five. Mm. But do you need any kind of proficiency to use a weapon, or could you just pick one up? Ah, well, unlike some games, you do not. You can pick up any old thing and use it. Any and old you, thing? You'll be yes. Like, yeah, and you'll be relatively okay at it, because in, in this world, there's a real 
democratization of weapons. You know, they've all got aiming systems built into them. None of them have got like tricky mechanisms that can fail. They're all just like, yeah, you you jam in a fucking battery with an energy source and you, but you, 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 off you go. I do love so, that sound effect. So yeah, like you, you don't need to have the proficiency. It makes a big difference, especially like because mm. of how um, Orbital Refuse works with contested rolls. So if you're rolling with a with a plus zero or with a minus five even, it makes it very easy for someone to just dodge out of the way or parry or whatever it is they ch- choose to do. Mm. So it's, I mean, it's definitely, it's worth your while picking up at least one weapon proficiency or something similar. I mean, we, we'll get into that later, but like you could, you know, you could have like alien powers that are offensive abilities. Ooh. You could use telekinesis or telepathy as your offensive powers. There's always other ways to fight and also i'm a big fan of in role-playing games like you don't have to make a combat character sometimes it could be more interesting to make oh you know that character who's like a bit more of like a a stealthy spy who's like you guys fight and i'll sneak around and shut off their their shield why not have a character who's completely non-confrontational but really good at that sort of thing so i don't know that said you know it does help does help you to like shoot a gun or whack someone with a with an energy stick Oh, I love the uh, non-confrontational characters. I think they're brilliant. So, now I want to know, when you start the game, when you're starting off from scratch, what are the available starter weapons? What are you getting you know options I've, to? I've got, I've got a list right in front of me here. <coughs> so let's have a look. Let's have a look here. These are, these are the starting weapons in my, um, my original documentation for Orbital Refuse. We've got a blaster, which is a one-handed 1d6 damage range weapon okay we've got a rifle which is a two-handed 1d8 damage range weapon an energy blade it's a one-handed 1d6 melee weapon the energy staff and you're going to see a pattern here it's a two-handed 1d8 damage melee weapon or energy gloves and they are essentially like a one-handed unarmed weapon that allows you to do 1d6 damage with it and that's that's a flavor thing because it's basically like if you want to do like a punchy character Mm. but you wanted to like up your damage without having some sort of alien reason why you can deal lethal damage with your fists then uh you know you got a knuckle duster on some sort of energy energy knuckle duster energy i mean and that's one of the things with this design is i i kept it really simple in terms of because everyone's got really flat hit point amounts and really flat skill amounts like the weapons need to do really flat damage amounts as well. So basically, when I'm setting up a character, when these guys decide to make a character, for example, you tell me what you want. I'm like, cool, that fits into one of these five things. Yeah. So we're gonna make we're gonna make it that. Visually, we're gonna describe it being a bit different, and the way it functions, you know, in a role player sense, are gonna be very specific to this weapon. But functionally, when we do a fight, you're gonna you're gonna roll a dice. You're gonna add a add or subtract that five. You're gonna then roll another dice for damage, and we're done. Yeah. And I think it does allow for a lot of creativity in terms of what you get to have. Oh yeah, no, definitely, and it's uh, it's really fun for the old role play as well. I just keep thinking about energy gloves. Mm. Energy Cause, gloves, because somehow that's one that we did not. Nobody no. that we've played with has had that's it. True, actually, yeah. Didn't you try to do? energy gloves at one point like later on or am i making that up i feel like they came up at some point people always people always interested by energy gloves and i think you technically did give um didn't m8 technically have some form of energy gloves Mm, probably i wanted m8 to originally be super super melee punchy yeah but 
that was that was an early iteration. That was early M8 because M8 really went through once we started playing. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like that happens, right? Like you make a character and you think yeah. you know who yeah. they are, and then you play and you're like, no, they've actually decided who they I are. Think this, it's an interesting. Yeah. It's not up like, to me. Yeah, <laughs> there's a weird little meta gaming advantage, like because if, if you take hand to hand combat as your skill, it means. You can punch the shit out of people even without your energy gloves and do a bunch of damage. Yeah. I think it was 1d4 damage or something, as I recall. I should probably get this right, shouldn't I? Because Cleo has bear claw. Yeah. Which is almost like an inherent energy glove in a way. Well, that's, but... that's I mean, that's what I was saying. Like, Cleo literally yeah. does have the alien power to not need an energy glove. Cleo's just got the juice. She does 1d6 damage with her claws, which, I mean, I think is fair. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty fair. And well, no one wants I to argue it, with Cleo about it, so uh, I think it's staying. They don't. They don't. Yeah, and but she, I mean, she's and like as a weapons master. <laughs> so, but I was going to say then, but it's kind of balanced out because say you know, like it kind of makes you like, well, I might as well just take energy glove rather than energy blade then, because I've got that added advantage. If, if I'm a hand to hand specialist, I can still punch people without them if I lose them. Yeah. But then you you're missing out on that whole thing of. They're not very common weapons, just in terms of like their weird nicheness. You're more likely to find a sword on the ground than an energy glove. Mm. Well, yeah. what about when you see a shoe on the ground? Yes. Well, I mean, there's we haven't added shoe proficiency yet, but if we're going to need to, then no, because then I'll have to start adding sound effects for shoes all the time, and it'll be uh... <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I mean, if Cleo had like a special shoe that she was always thwacking people with, you would just have Thwack. to add that sound, and it would be called barefoot. <laughs> Oh, I love it. We should probably ah, add it. It's pretty good. Uh, we have That's to do it now. Really I'm going to put my bare foot on you. People are like, eh, no. <laughs> I love that. Please, please I think the thing is, like, Cleo, Cleo's feet, like, she's got bear claws there as well. Where yeah. are we going So I think she can deal Where the damage. But this? I think also, because she is a bear, she's got yeah. short little legs, so she's not very good at kicking. Hey, look. Oh, so in that situation where Bart and Lisa are walking towards each other and throwing it out? <laughs> Um, yeah, and Cleo, I think, is definitely much more of a uh, arm punching. swinger than, yeah, yeah, than the, a kicker. Yeah, okay, but have mill. you ever seen when a dog... Okay, just hang in there. Okay. When a dog goes into the grass to do a poo, and then it starts... And a little dog, and it starts, like, ripping up the ground after. Oh, it's vicious. What yeah, if but, Cleo could probably do that? But they do that with their front feet. Though, and it's right? underneath them as well. Sometimes it's the whole dog. Yeah, so I think, I think if Cleo was on top of someone, then yeah. But she I could think like, she's like, like, like kicking them like, like a cat, like doing that cat cat. Kick. Somebody in the Discord today was talking about how bears are not like ripping; they're just like breaking spines with their yeah, yeah. Well, they're just that powerful. They're that they're heavy. so and that's some of the uh, glorious Discord chat you could be a part of if you uh, click the join the Discord link in the show notes. That's the, just the type of shit we chat about. Daily. Where is it? A Discord? It's how in do the you show get notes. into that? Show notes. Show, show notes, notes. dang, check notes. those out the show notes, What else yeah. is in the show notes? A lot uh, Patreon stuff, links to us, our personal accounts All that type of stuff yeah. you know, you could lurk yeah, us. Check out the show Fine. notes um, Check out the show notes <laughs> Jeez right. I want to know So speaking of Cleo's oh, ca- yeah. capacities I guess yeah? Yeah, that Speaking no. of Cleo oh, yeah, oh, Be ask, quiet ask Dan, be quiet I was going to say I'll allow it I'm going to speak I don't know about this what weapons do the bastards have? Cleo has a uh, custom blaster rifle that we know of, explosive yeah. kits, things like this. And Z has an energy blade and a shield projector. But what else do they have? Um, well, That's maybe it. you want to no. cover cover um, <laughs> each is you cover your own um, your own character sheets, and then uh, I, I can I can provide supplementary oh, information. No, no, don't make this our work. This is meant to be dick work. 
(laughs) (laughs) Do the dick work. No. Okay. Here's the thing about my stuff that I have to talk about. Yeah. I have been using the custom blaster rifle. By the way, it's custom. I don't know if you got that. It's in the name custom. It's custom. Do you know what that means? It means nobody else has one. And here's the problem. It's not named. No, it's just Cleo's custom blaster rifle. I I love the idea that the name of it is Cleo's custom blaster rifle. And you've, you've written that on the gun. And it just. Oh wait, have we already like, talked about this? We have already talked Cleo's about this. I feel yeah. like I have this conversation like once every six months, where I'm like, it doesn't have a name, but it does have a name. It's the name. But I know, like Cleo <laughs> has never been one to like. She it. makes a bunch of explosives, and she like she doesn't name them. Like she's not. You I know, did name them. At it's not like Jinx, you know. Like uh, Jinx has like got a name for every single one. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, I Jinx like. Jinx from uh, Arcane. Yes, yeah, sorry. I, I did assume that everyone was following there. I mean, that's if, if quite you an assumption. Check it out. It's a good quite show. An assumption. Brilliant show. I mean, I don't know. I like to talk more about what the things can do than like giving them an identity. Does that make sense? Because it's like yeah. it's going to be gone. It's like an. It, well, it's well, I've never got any impression that Cleo has emotional attachments to her toys and things. I think she yeah. just likes having stuff. I think cool. she's impressed by like when they do a cool thing. Yeah. But it's more like an appreciation of the craft than it well, is. Also, I mean, of it's, the... is it because like she grew up poor, you know? Like it's yeah. the sort of thing of she likes the nice stuff, sure. But yeah, it's about the I journey. Think, like, it is actually like having like, yeah, oh, uh, this is, you know, this is Christine. I've had her for this long. Like, like, you know, like <laughs> naming your gun or naming your car or something is actually a bit more of a rich kid thing. It is, though. Because you've had this <laughs> nice thing for a long time, <laughs> you've had it for you've had it for so long that you've forged an attachment to it. You know? I don't have nice shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's dark. Okay, so Cleo's well, custom blaster rifle. Yeah, I've it got says, the blaster does, uh, rifle with shield piercing though. It does shield piercing. Yeah, it does. I was gonna say, and I have the ghost axe now, which is also a new has addition. Shield piercing Ooh, that I almost yeah. forgot. Yeah. A threat to tanks now. Basically. Mm. And of course, I always have the um, explosive kits, which you can just expect from just me at this ending. point. Um, mm. And so, like, that means that at any given moment, like, I could have a bomb on me. You don't know. Well, the you line I like to look out for at any moment when we're in a uh, kind of uh, safe spot is Cleo will say, I look to arm at my, or, or together, reagents. How do you say it? Reagents. You say reagents. reagents? Is that I've not never a heard, word? I'd never heard reagents until you said it, and now when I hear is it, it I'm not like, a word? Cleo's getting reagents. I think it. I think it is reagents because if you say regents, it sounds I like just... it's a bunch a bunch of kings hanging out together. <laughs> it's <laughs> exactly. one of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's honestly one of those words that I know because of playing video games, but I've never actually heard anybody say it. I'd never heard it until you started saying it. So now when I hear it, I'm like. Cleo's getting uh, armed. Cleo's, Cleo's getting, getting some, some juice. Some juice. It's juice time. <laughs> and I also, okay, so here's another thing that I used to have that I don't know what happened to. I have a mobile turret. Mm. But I, think, I don't remember what yeah, happened. Yeah, it is reagents. It. I've just looked it up. I think the okay, mobile good. turret got used at one point, though, right? I don't remember. Well, it's, it's now on the battle train. Yes. Ah, okay, that's where it is. Cool, cool, cool. And I've got the yellow energy staff whip from oh, the yeah. bandit camp circa yes. trevor so Trevor's yes. episode that, that's so, a freaking a bit of a cool hate, weapon you can you? understand a a why cleo why cleo might want to pocket that it's cool it's i like, found it on the ground it doesn't have a, which... necessarily a specific use for it but like if all the things that you might loot from someone that you just beaten uh, i i i get for why everyone you might who uh, has listened to um Ralloran, which was our uh 
D&D 5th edition uh, campaign, yeah. which we will revisit at some point. Yeah. Taylor played a character called Hakes, who was very into stealing shinies. And now that I'm hearing about all the gear that Taylor's got on her person, I'm thinking that Hakes maybe never left because... <laughs> I don't know what you mean by You've that. you got a because- gear. We've got this whole thing of like Cleo, like I'm gonna get a thing, you know. I'm gonna get. I'm a very tank. resourceful. I you like are. to keep things, yes, because you need them. I think there is that the the bringing isn't there? Like there's that whole that's true, yeah. That's part of her origin. It's part of her thing. She's a scavenger. Like, you go yeah. somewhere, you scavenge a thing. Hell yes. You rip off Dietz's arm and you take it with you. You yeah. know, like. But I love this the very beginning. That, She's always done that a works bit of with that. Tay's creativity as a person because. All these little things. I mean, and, and I'm sure anyone would be able to come up with 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 stuff, uh, you know, for uses. But I'm always There's amazed like, with anybody the uses could that probably you... do it, but they won't. <laughs> no, but I love the ways that you come up with the uses for the stuff, and uh, you know, it's, it's really always for so me, right? Because like that's the whole thing. Like the mo- the more shit that I squirrel away, the more stuff I have in my arsenal when I want to do mm. an improvised weapon. To do, the, weapon do moment. your moments, the best Tay moments. The, the moment, yeah. baby. The yeah. moment. But also, I like pull out from my little bag. Yes, baby. Like, yes. Yeah, it's so but that's good. the thing. Like, I've been poor. All my characters are poor because I don't know <laughs> enough about being rich to do that. But maybe that's the thing. It's like one day I have to play a rich, horrible little piece of shit character because I've never done it before. I mean, I've now realized if you want to do like a rich, horrible piece of shit, you've got to have this lovely, elegant blaster pistol that you've given a name to. Like, that's yep. Christine. Wait, every fantasy has the sword that's got a name and has a personality. Wait, I just realized Herodotus had Digsby. Yeah. Wow. Or was it? Okay, what, Dilbert. Wait, was it? Sorry, not Digsby, Dilbert. Digsby That's, is a good name, though. Digsby's Digsby a great is a name. good name. But Shit. Uh, Dilbert, I mean. Um, Redo. Yeah. <laughs> now oh he's my got God, like, you know, the, the, uh, Herodotus. Yeah, he has a plentiful, Herodotus, a plentiful yeah. pantry. Well, he was a rich kid. He was. And, and that's true. So your, your, your theory stands because he did choose from his stats uh, when he made his character to be a wealthy yeah, character. Yeah, he did. So, um,. Oh That's my god, brilliant. the theory is airtight, baby. The theory is airtight. From a sample size of two. <laughs> 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 no, three. Three, because you count. You didn't name your thing. I haven't named anything yet. No, so let's. What do let's you have? Oh, wait, I haven't named my ship. The ship's called the Fishbowl. Does that count? That's different. That's different. I think you're allowed to name a ship. I think yeah, ship has to have a name. That's different. Okay. Yeah, you don't name a car, but you name a ship. I feel like a ship, well, yeah. Like a ship has to have like the, a name, right? But, um, well, it's, more, it's I, a bit more nautical, isn't it? Like, yeah. Every time I buy a computer, I name those. Oh, yeah, but you want to hang out with them every day, you know? Yeah, and, that's and a, I you think have that's a little to name bit of like so um, projecting into your sci fi like fantasy lifestyle of like, hello, <laughs> Reese, what are we doing today? <laughs> so, Z, you did mention energy blades. Yes, so yeah. I have an energy blade, I have a Ooh. personal shield projector, I have a shotgun. And I think that, and then I have my way of hacking into devices, which is just, I mean, you are, body. You, are, you are missing the fact that um, Z actually. Circa um, K2K2 has six energy blades now. Mm. What? Mm. He's got true. energy blade like spot no, points. No, don't tell right. me that. Is that real? That he can, that he can pop out anywhere on on the honey <laughs> boy the and zoom out like a porcupine. <laughs> you use. I remember this now. You I used that attack now? once. Oh my! God. I don't know why it's not written down there on you your could character have been sheet. Using but this this whole time. Z Z has six energy blades, Taylor. and he can use them all concurrently. I, look, baby, I forgot, and I know, I know that you did this move like when we first got it, I and then I completely forgot complete... as well. Oh, I, I can forgot. guarantee I'm using this soon, though. <laughs> this is a come to Jesus. I'm glad we do these us. episodes. <laughs> 
this is embarrassing. <laughs> this is so bad. I'm like, there haven't really been many fun. times, or really any times, <laughs> where he would have take, made, made good use of it. But like, just what? You know? Whatever. I can oh, turn so myself the one time into a jelly that we used it was shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or like days. a sea urchin, maybe. Dick. Like it's. Oh my uh, god, Dan, that was why you did it too, because you were like, yeah. I want to be a porcupine. Oh, I want to be a porcupine. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm so glad that we've got this to to refresh my dumb memory. Okay, we have the memory of a goldfish. Do you remember how many times Dick had to tell me that I could not have a credit card? This is true. I think he still sometimes says that you're not. No, I have not had this forever. There was wait, like a wait, moment wait, where I cut it out. We could go back to um to to D and D fifth edition where uh every time there was a roll, uh the entire party. I'd like to say that I wasn't privy to this most. I, whatever, I didn't do this Dan, most of the time. Whatever. The entire party would say, "Can I have advantage?" <laughs> I try and give some random justification for it. because I'm uh, I ate a sandwich today and my character is pretty vigorous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, but like that's the thing though. Like if you have a good enough reason, like maybe. Fair enough. Fair enough. You got to you, you got to have a good DM though, or not a good DM. You have to have a uh, a pliable a DM. DM. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean. That's um, Z has always gone with the basics of the Malay, but he, he's always got he's had that shotgun since I think episode zero, doesn't he? When he um, yeah, yeah, uh, took I lose that it away. pretty quick. Hmm. But I kind of tend to rely on the old hacks, try and go for the environmental kill. Ye old yeah, and hacks. then of course, I mean, telepathy is kind of uh, yeah, it's a bit of Z's a... sc- scariest attack anyway. Yes, that yes. is definitely that does kind of count. As a weapon, doesn't it? Like psychic, psychic damage. Psychic damage. Psychic terror. Yeah, I'll take. Yeah, it. I mean, we we can go into the rest of the bastards' gear and abilities. I think maybe when we're in those uh, in those zones. But do you want to? Is there anything else we want to say about weapons? Definitely. I have an immediate question. I want to know: Can you make weapons on the fly? Oh, that's a great well, question. Even in the podcast, we've seen a little bit of that. Uh, for example, when Cleo met Z, the yeah, whole reason true. they became friends was because Cleo had already established a bit of a reputation within the um, prison as being someone that could potentially make some weapons. Mm. And although she's not specifically proficient at that, she's got translatable skills with her explosives expertise. So Cleo's always making bombs, yeah. but she has been known to actually make energy blade type things before as well. And we also have in the in the butter knife uh, in the beginning of season two, where Boris converted yes. the energy shields into an energy blade. Yeah. But these, I guess these are sort of like conversions, sort of tinkering. But yeah, you can definitely make weapons. I was just about to say, it sounds like what would be classically labeled as tinkering abilities. Well, as we call it engineering in, yeah. uh, in Orbital Refuse. Um, notable engineers that have actually popped up in the show. We had um, Rads, Rads, the um, the rake, raccoon. Very, very... Uh... Impressive and he, engineer. he did, in fact, do some, um, you know, some sort of basic gizmo building on yeah. the fly. Um, of course, we've got Boris, who built a battle train. Boris is probably uh, going to go down in do history anything. as one of the greatest tinkerers of all time, engineers. But that is, that's the class you want to be if you want to make weapons. Yeah. You, know, you can make them. And I love it. I think if you've got a, uh, a DM like, uh, like yourself, Dickie, I don't mean to give you too much, uh, too much applause here, but I think if you have um, a, a great DM who is willing to, to play the narrative storytelling element of this type of game rather than the uh, solo storytelling element, um, then a tinkerer is a brilliant class to be because uh, being able to watch um, uh, Cleo and Rads uh, do those those kind of storytelling moments is uh, always such a treat. I think it's really good. I think as well, like it's it's just fun, isn't it? Like I've always I've always found um, 
like a lot of the sort of crafting or potion making or that sort of thing potion seller in a lot more sort of like a lot of traditional um rpg games to be to, to feel like really sort of limited and like not really fun to play so all yeah. the refuse i've very intentionally given it a, a bit of like a you know video gamey physics of like mm. we, this is this this crazy futuristic world where you've got you know intergalactic starships so of course all the tech is pretty plug and play like yeah you know, stuff together and off you go so if you know what you're doing and you, you know your way around it you can do it relatively quickly yeah no, I mean, I think it's brilliant. I love, uh, I love uh, to hear, hear it. And as a player sitting at the table, I, um, I enjoy it very much. There's no inherent advantage. You can't, you know, like build a an energy blade plus five or anything. Like there is none of these big damage bonuses. Like if there's going to be bonus damage, that is going to be like a very special thing indeed, and it's not going to be very big numbers. Being able to like scavenge a weapon or make a weapon mm. is much more of a storytelling thing, and it's a way to sort of get yourself out of sticky situations when you find yourself without one, rather than being any sort of big advantage because it's not going to give you more damage than any other weapon that you could get any other way. So then, if you do have a weapon like a blaster or you know a rifle, what powers it? What's the ammo? What do we use for ammo? Uh, this is one that as well like i think we want to mention it in some law things every now and then but it doesn't really come up in game because i think it's boring (laughs) keeping track of ammo and reloading i think in a game you're not a bureaucrat i mean that's fair a lot of game systems have like moved on from ammo counting spells when you when you play classic D and you got to do spells, components, oh, and you need oh, yeah, your like yeah. pieces. One crystal bead and two. And you can take a piss on a tree. <laughs> but yeah, like the in-game lore of it is that they use star sand, much like mm. yeah, like energy shields also use starships use it. What else? The power, the power that runs everyone's houses on most planets what? is um is based on this stuff, and it is just this yeah this highly dense packed full of like this crazy energy that exists sort of interdimensionally beyond the actual space of it so it creates like you can have a small amount of it and it makes a lot of energy so there's just these energy cells these energy packets and you just yeah you take your ship back home you plug it into the wall and a few minutes later it's good to go again you, you take it onto your starship you plug it in you maybe you dock it and then oh, you yeah? know it's, it's good to go again so <laughs> i like Taylor. to uh in terms of gameplay just kind of ignore its existence. Dan is but it is this is a thing that the characters are we doing like docking. between uses. So are you saying that you could be in line at McDonald's okay. and you need to pay for your food? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just pop your gun out oh. and be like, ah, I don't have any in my pocket, and then just like pop out the magazine and pay with that? I mean, arguably. Like people would have to have some way of like measuring how much you had in there though. Ooh, how would they how do they do that? Just pay exactly. with some bullets. So that's that's why people have credits because it's literally like you can see. Oh, this is a glass vial and it's full. Okay. Okay. So the vial is like a specific size. Well, the idea and is you can you can see how much credits in there. Yeah, you can you look at it. Okay. Like, oh yeah, like there's star sand in there, and then you I can like, yeah, you can you can wave a little this. like you can wave a little no, energy reader over it just to make sure it's not glitter or something. Like, oh yeah, oh. no, that's the real shit. And then you know you, you're game. Whereas like if someone gives you like a magazine, you're gonna be like, well. Yeah. I don't really know what that's worth, you know. Let's say like it's fucking half. So a it would almost be like paying with a gold bar. Yeah, it's, it's a lot like paying with a gold bar. Sort the of. whole idea I mean, a gold is, is bar kind of based on. on but... well, it's, it's based on this whole gold gold standard kind of concept, okay. like the idea right. of credits. 
we, we could have just gone, yeah, there's credit cards, there's some sort of intergalactic bank or something. But yeah. that just, with the messy nature, it's, it's pirates, it's scavengers, all sorts. You wanted of, to build a more physical world. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like the messy nature of the orbital refuse world, I just don't think it makes any sense. Yeah. There is no centralized currency or bank or trade. Yeah, you go somewhere like midspace and they are unaffiliated with the other planets. So what do you trade in? And the answer has got to be there's this one unified thing that everyone needs, that everyone uses, and it's fuel. Brilliant. Oh my God. So I ammo, it. it's, you know, it's more of the same. But generally speaking, like the amount of ammo, like the amount of energy that's in your gun. Yeah. It's going to be like fuck all compared to credits. Yeah. Like wow. if you had if you found Sad. a gun that was completely empty, like oh, this is like a thousand year old gun, it's got no juice in it, and you want to just pop it, pop in some credits to make it go, it would only be like one or two credits to actually get it going. Okay. Oh. The cost of a life. All right then, Dickie. So, I got this gun here. Hmm? I'm going to discharge Gross. this weapon. Gross. How <sighs> much does it cost? Now I've got a, a like and and, and depending on the type boy. of gun that I've got, how much is each gun going to cost to fully fire for one energy? How much can I get? More than you got. So you're talking energy game like when, when you're fighting, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm using my one action. How much am I blasting through with one action per weapon? Ah, in terms of like energy, the way I've worked it is it's it's been carefully broken down. So if you've got two one-handed weapons, you can go pew pew, and you can fire them both. They each cost Side one up. energy though. Okay. <laughs> Whereas if you've got a rifle, yeah, you've got to hold it in both Side hands. Arm. But you go, pew, Side and arm. it does more damage. Sidearm. Sidearm. It only costs one energy to fire off. Sidearm. So you can, <laughs> if you're conserving energy and stuff, like having like a big weapon, you can sort of like, you know, like move and fire. If you've got multiple weapons, you know, you've got to decide what you're doing. And as well, if someone, say someone's got multiple limbs, they can fire off multiple attacks as long as they've got the energy. Of course, no one ever has more than three energy. So you, you can only really get three of those attacks in. Okay. So there's a whole thing like Z has six energy blades, but when he's attacking, he can actually only swing three of them anyway. Mm. That sucks. But he's still got them all, so he can use them all defensively. He can like decide on the fly which one of them he's going to extend out, so he can just attack behind <laughs> himself. so aggressive. I think it is still a real advantage having them all. Yeah. I mean, I could tell you some other advantages for having multiple hands, but uh, we can leave that for really? another lore dive. Oh my God, that <laughs> sounds like a lore dive totally on its own, Dan After Dark. Probably a blue episode, yeah. Blue. But there is definitely, um, there is one sort of caveat of the whole, um, you, you fire a weapon and you use an energy thing. Oh. And that is when you're inside a ship. Okay. When what? you're in a ship, you get yourself into the turret. I and mean, if you want to fire, that uh. just blows all your energy. That's it. That's all you can do. All of your energy. So all yeah, three points I, gone. Well, otherwise, imagine this. Because with normal combat physics, you'd, yeah. you'd get into a turret. Well, you're in a turret. You fire that one off at someone. And then get up, run within your, your speed, hop in the turret next door, and fire that one as well. Okay, I see what you're saying, but like... That doesn't make any sense in space combat. Like You're <laughs> sat in there, and you fire it off. And, and we it are takes a podcast all... that tries to make yeah. sense of space combat. So... Yeah. So that's, that's that's just it's simply a, a balancing thing, it's really. Good that you're and like, here a, thinking like about just making it make some sort of sense. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's also because like once you're doing space combat, you've got someone piloting, you've got someone in each turret, and so on. So the the spaceship itself then becomes the entity that's spending energy, really. Yeah, I'll allow it. You become part of a part of a bigger thing, and yeah, therefore just sort of. Uh, and yeah. it's also, I guess, it's like a balancing thing because it does do like about three times as much damage as a person can normally output. Look, it's all right. It's just, you know, we'll bend those rules when we uh, when we need them bent for us. 
Oh yeah, I mean, you know, if we're bending the rules, it'll be hidden behind some role play, so you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> a weird thing. Hmm? We know a living gun. What? We do. Yeah? Dilbert. Oh, yeah. Dilbert the gun. Dilbert the gun. What the yeah. hell? What the hell? Well, that was one of my first attempts at doing like a like a tearjerker surprise thing, wasn't it? Of well, killing a character and then sort of pulling the rug and be like, oh, but his spirit still lives on inside this gun. He still lives in this brilliant it's, gun. It's admittedly less elegant than I think than like some of our more recent emotional moments. I but I think it's really interesting. Like how like, Dilbert became this entity inside the I did the not have gun. that context. Uh, I think it was... I think we all love Herodotus, but I think Harry just kind of glazed over how brilliant a moment that might have been. <laughs> I think if it had been Z's best friend or or, or, or Cleo's like recently Squire. acquired person, then it might have had some more weight. But I think Harry I was... I think there bit- was... There was like a little bit of weight. I remember there being moments like, "Ah, oh, my boy, I, I will send no, no, I, him. I think I think Herodotus was legitimately, I th- yeah, as I recall, within the episode, he was actually pleased and thankful when he realized like Dilbert had the somehow orders came, survived. The orders came pretty fucking quick though, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I hey, mean, you know, it was Herodotus, battle. It was a battle. Was, uh, it was battle. <laughs> he, was, he was a commanding officer. He was a commanding officer after all. He was a commanding officer, yeah. Lord and, so Dilbert, and yeah. Yeah. As you might recall, Dilbert has been um, promoted. Dilbert is no longer a field gun. Dilbert now operates um, Zarg Moon's or Zarg Castle's defense That's systems. Right. That's right. They're in right. charge of the entire damn defense system. That's right. Yeah. I remember Dilbert. that. Dilbert. That's a glow up. That is a big glow up. And I'd love to meet Dilbert again one day. Well, you can imagine as well. Like, I mean, I can't, I can't speak for Herodotus. I mean, Dilbert was his squire and is now essentially like his chief of security. I mean, maybe they'll get do some work about like yeah, you know, giving him back a like a voice a modulator and all that. Sort I of hope thing. so. I hope so. Maybe if you do go back and discuss and meet Dilbert, it will be like the sort of disembodied voice in the castle. <laughs> you know, I'm watching oh, you. I've got guns everywhere. Oh, can you imagine Dilbert goes insane and then you know holds the oh, castle? Oh god, ransom. horror episode. Horror episode. Yes, that's terrifying. That is the only like living gun we've come across so far. We've even got. I've gone as far as to say that Reese doesn't have access to the weapon systems on your ship. Why? Mainly Why? because giving you a 3D6 damage drone, it would be broken as fuck. That's the main reason. Oh, okay, so that's the only reason is that you just you just hate Reese. You, hate want, Reese. you don't want Reese to be sentient. That's cool, okay, whatever, Dickie. man. Cool, all right. Showing your true cool. colors. Should we move on to equipment? I guess. I mean, we've we got to. some fun equipment. So we've we've looked at the boss's <laughs> weapons. <laughs> Can we do it like, but, it's equipment, <laughs> it's equipment, it's equipment. Why it's is it always that melody? Show me your know, stuff. It's good. It's so good. <laughs> we Show go me like, your things. Equipment. 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 What is that? That's The Simpsons. You're right. Oh. Whoops. I still laugh. That's what I did. Fancy equipment. I don't know. Fancy equipment. Sounds like you guys did the right thing and I did the Simpsons song. So <laughs> like all the way, like I didn't stop. So I'm sure you can eat. Yeah, so I did equipment. the whole thing. What equipment 
do the bastards got? Oh my oh, god, what do we lot. not Should got? Should we we want to what look at what do we not got? What they got beyond because we, we looked at the weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. So equipment, we're talking about all the miscellaneous goodies that couldn't quite be called a weapon that the bastards have, <laughs> Anything have can be a weapon if you're brave enough. got the hands on. <laughs> exactly. So, first and foremost, Z's got the, the honey boy, and that's a serious yeah. piece of equipment. That's oh. a rig. Look. That's a rig. And considering that I was in a plastic bag before that, quite yeah. the upgrade. Z do we want to do a, a timeline, the a timeline of yes. Z's bodies? Yes, we yeah, do. Yeah, all right. Let's do a timeline of Z's bodies. So we got we got baby Atoll Z who didn't have no body at all. You're nobody. Right. But in secret he was building something with scraps. You're yes. Right. It took a long time, a lot of dedication. Got there in the end. But he eventually built something that was kind of like a fishbowl on tank treads with a single pathetic arm. And then um, sad, he got, got his first very upgrade sad, very upon meeting M8, which was replacing the shitty arm with like a strong a arm. Strong arm. One strong I remember hand. That. Yeah. I drew good. all of these on Valentine's Day. And then we, we came across we came across like a slightly different version of Z's. It's the same Bonnie, but missing the fish bowl and with water spritzes instead when he was in space and met Cleo. The bowl had somehow broken while in prison. And, um, and he had to re- just replace it with spritzes to keep yes, him wet. Yes. <laughs> it was a bit of a sad, sad body, that it one. Was, it was a, a low point. But I then when it. we meet Z in, back, you know, in episode zero, like in the, the main kind of continuity, when him and Cleo uh, finally made it to mid-space and hooking up with uh, Herodotus and so on, Z had actually sort of a, a relatively powerful body with like a back into a fishbowl, but this time with droid parts. We had arms and legs and like some sort of chassis. He had an in- integrated um, like communicators and things for hacking and his, oh, his yeah. energy shields built into it. It just so had a broken like, arm though. Yeah, it had one broken arm. Clearly not been taking the best care of it, but no. But it was it was uh, it was a first. It was the first walking suit of armor. I guess that sort of set the uh, set the bar for what Z would do. I mean, he got that one absolutely demolished. <laughs> yes, but in in the process of actually sort of saving the whole day, so it kind of worked out. I I liked it a lot. But then was uh, upgraded from having no suit at all after falling through an energy shield to being in a plastic bag plastic bag with the one surviving arm attached i believe so he could drag himself along if he needed to although he was you know getting carried by cleo was preferable yes very very much uh, reminiscent of c3po and chewbacca well it's also just sort of reminiscent of like you know you've like you've won a goldfish at the fair and you're going around <laughs> well, in a plastic bag i think <laughs> that chewbacca, was the energy c3po was a little bit better than that but yeah sure <laughs> that was definitely the energy but then that's when we got to the the honey boy. Yeah. Yes. Like Z had specifically gone to a place. It's like, you know, like a black market synth body shop. It's like, if you're going to get a good new body, it's obviously like synth tech. They know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, synths are the most advanced technological beings that we know of in the galaxy. I dragged myself through that entire sewer mm. to get to that, uh, that glorious escape and uh, found myself at that honey boy body. Yeah. But yeah, rather than um, rather than getting the body that that Z designed and wanted to be made, Z ended up dis- uh, discovering a bloodbath, and there was a rogue AI inside the strange experimental nanoplastic thing, which we've come to call the Honey Boy, mm. mainly because. Cleo and and Herodotus had their own bee story of, <laughs> of mistaking it for honey. The bee plot actually becoming the bee plot. Yeah, the bee that plot, B E E. That was a thing that happened. Yeah. That was a thing that happened. But yeah, the, the honey boy 
like a ridiculously powerful upgrade. Yeah. Yes. And and Z hasn't really had any need to go beyond that in terms of a body. He's yeah, you know, he can Or even explore the powers of that body. It's no, just he been... can integrate he can integrate new tech into it so readily because it yeah, it is um it can transfer energy through itself and power different devices and so on. So it's and it can reshape itself and stretch quite long and quite wide. Yeah. The only the real danger of that is that it's constantly losing material. Yes. It has been getting smaller. Slowly but surely getting a little bit smaller. As I get shot and cut at, it's uh, been getting a lot smaller. Oh, my glob. What are we going to do? Well, now Z is in a jellyfish-type body with uh, the remainder of the Honey Boy uh, being repurposed with some of Keen's Keen's tech to make a floating jellyfish. What if some of it evaporates? Uh, That's all right. It can't can't evaporate. Have you ever made a jelly shark? Okay, when you go to the store, sometimes you can buy a pill. And the pill, you put the pill in water. Oh, yeah. And yeah, eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it grows, yeah. And a shark will hatch. Yeah. And the shark becomes massive. Yeah. And if you leave it there for a long time and the water is gone, it will evaporate, sort of. Tense to dust. That's the thing that you should worry about. Cycle of life. I'm sure that will happen to Z if the honey boy ever does... Uh... Dissipate. Oh, he's gonna have to keep an eye because, like, the honey boy at the moment, it erases <laughs> Z's need for water because it can be uh, repurposed. Yeah, I like how Dick's keep, just keep, like, well, you're just gonna need to keep, keep an him eye. moist yeah. while while providing a life support system. But it's, uh, yeah, he'd be in Don't trouble if it all gets screwed. Don't think but, about I mean, it too much. Z's not the only it. one to uh, have a bunch of equipment. Cleo, I has... thought you were about to say Z's not the only one with a bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cleo, Cleo has been. Um, Grabbing things, you know, from from day one as well. Uh, yes, girl. Yeah, I'm not even gonna read off. Like I have post its on my desk of all. Oh, the there's shit. a lot of random stuff. There's what a about lot the- of shit. It's bad, right? Like there's a lot. But the thing is, I just bought a bunch of crap for the house, yeah. for the lair. Yeah. I'm not going to read that off because listen to the most recent episodes, you, you shitheads. It's a bunch. But there's, you know, there's that. And then, like, there's all the other stuff. Like, there's the Red Rover, my yeah. my whip. Your whip? Your German <laughs> I don't have whip. a spaceship, but I have the the ATV golf cart yeah. <laughs> that I illegally purchased because it's, like, stolen, unknown, whatever, not my problem. I have that. I have like a billion loose objects that I have been wrapping like into uh, different explosive recipes. Yeah. That 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 pile of junk that you bought for like for one credit. Yeah. Yeah. The pile yeah, of junk. You've got a bucket of things. Yes, I do. And that was an incredible purchase and I'm glad that I made. I've got the sleeve engine, which is yeah. why I'm this thing. That's a and, and that's a serious piece of kit. Kind of, yeah. It's not a weapon, but it kind of is. Like kind of I is. don't know that. I mean, <laughs> like sure I, me. I feel like none of the other bastards even really know about it. No, right? like we the don't. Steve Engine is like they Cleo's. Still don't. The sort oh of weird God. little thing One that she's. One day we're gonna have to have that episode have that where conversation. they like, yeah. where they find out. Yeah. <gasps> I forgot that we haven't like really we addressed it, but because we're the type of people that would rather make jokes than deal with uh, actual things. So that's um, that's not wrong. That's not yeah. wrong. But I mean. 
for anyone that's listening to this without having gone through the whole Clio Day saga. Whoops. <laughs> whoops. The, the Sleeve engine is a highly dangerous, highly experimental in the form that Clio has device. <laughs> it is. That lets someone transfer their entire existence, their, uh, their brainwaves, psychic energy, and memories all in one onto the brain of another living thing and take over their body. This has been Quite established terrifying. as being, yeah, like this isn't something yeah. that like if you've just got psychic powers, you can just do that. This isn't X-Men, you know, like this is scary, weird piece of scary tech Yeah, that Cleo has one of the only working models of. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm a bear. And you probably know that by now. Yep. But if you don't, you definitely know. That's what I'm talking about when I call Cleo a human bear, which is how I introduce her when people ask me for a one-liner. I'm just like, I play a human bear and that's all you need to know. Yeah. Like... Figure if it you out, want to know to more, episodes. find out. Listen yeah. to the thing. And you know what? Like, we also have the duality orb, which we got from Lucas's replicant episodes. Yeah. And that's, again, that's something that we, we could sort of bust out. Like, it could be like uh, some sort of special clear episode, but that was supposed, supposed to be legitimately um, a device you know, beings yeah. inside one head, which is exactly the situation that Cleo is in. Yep. And the replicant being out look into matter in a, a way that's uh yeah almost godlike actually understood that about cleo and gave her a useful device that uh mm. we haven't really we haven't looked at if cleo has been using that but i don't get any sense that she has yet no i don't think so uh, we really honestly haven't had time but yeah. it's definitely in my back pocket with all my other secret shit like my hand necklace i've been collecting hands yeah. across the galaxy that's true. hands that's across true. the world baby Oh, so we've got our equipment. Now, what about the people we travel with? We've got Boris, we've got Trevor, we've got even Jordan. How are they equipped? Ah, okay. Well, let's, let's sort of uh, jiggle on through that. Trevor, famously, he's always pulling pistols on people, isn't he? He has blaster mm. pistols at the ready, tucked a comical amount of weaponry tucked into his, uh, into his gear. He, uh, he tends to wear his keen flight jacket. Oh, he has a a Zarg fur coat or fur cloak, a nod to his people and his origins. Um, He also has, uh, which hasn't really come up since the war, but like a full set of power armor. Holy heck, he's got a full set? He's he's got a suit of power armor, which, I mean, he doesn't do a lot of like in the trenches fighting. He's much more likely to be flying the ship because he's a damn good pilot. Damn. I mean, that's, that's, that's the general Trevor gear, I'd say. He's... He's been gathering things and so on. He's got a whole bunch of uh, of brewing equipment recently, which is I mean, it sounds interesting like adjustment. gunslinger. Jacket, guns. <laughs> yeah, jacket and guns. What more do you need? Yeah, yeah. If you can shoot someone fast enough, then you're fine. Who knows also, what's can, in that he duster? Can, he can hide Ooh. behind you guys. <laughs> Maybe one day we're going to find uh, out. We did just recently try to get equipment. him to unzip, but uh, he didn't. Equipment. Am I right? Equipment. <laughs> Boris, on the other Big hand. <laughs> Boris has got a big dick. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, also, I imagine Boris has got a Prince Albert, but um, that's that's oh just my, my own head cannon. Why does Boris have so many bodily piercings? Why is this an important part of it? Because Bodhi drew him with a fucking nipple piercing, and now I can't imagine him. Bodhi drew having... him. Okay, the way Bodhi drew Boris definitely was like inspired because he has like a nipple piercing, and he has like yeah. a magical top that's yeah. like meant to. 
show off the nipple piercing. Yeah. yeah. And I just feel like... It's so that boris. Top, that top, I mean, like, yeah, like, we've literally got the, the unzipping of his jumpsuit is 100% because of that drawing. And you I know, love like, that Boris is so, like... Um, conscious he's about free, it like he's does free it, with his body but he's like does it look good cleo cleo do i look all right but he's also totally willing to just show off whatever whatever Cle- he can cleo well, i should imagine like, as well hey, like he it's not like he has abs right. or anything like he doesn't have a no, good no, no. chest <laughs> i just but picture boris being kind of like little what do you think what do you how do he's you picture def- boris? He's prince albert. that's all i imagine he's got a prince albert he's got uh, do you picture boris young or old Oh, like, um, I, I imagine him, like, maybe my age, like, in his 30s. Didn't we get a different Boris art and he was older? Um, I did a drawing of Boris that was older. Was that you? Oh, no, you I also drew... did, a Bor- I did a drawing of Boris that was younger as well, though, so. Was I mean, I, f- I, I think Boris is being pretty young. Like, I think he's in his 20s. Oh, my God, oh, that, 20s. That now that feel... you're putting a label on it. Now that makes me feel dirty. Because <laughs> I imagine Z is, like, my age, so I don't want to be, like... I just, I'm just oh. walking through through the world, and I'm like, everybody is my age. Yeah, and exactly. that's it. <laughs> everybody yeah. is either my age, or they're a baby, or they're old. Anyway, yeah. ignoring Boris's age for a second. Okay, <laughs> Focus actually, on we day. leaving any of that in? <laughs> we'll leave some of it in. Yeah, ignoring yeah. Boris's age for a second. He has a fair bit of equipment. He has. Yeah, he does. A ridiculous pile of tools, which he oh, doesn't yeah, treat he does. with a heck of a lot Clamps. of um of care or respect. Whoa, okay, wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, but more importantly, he now carries on his person at all times the uh, the multi-tool oh, that uh, Rad's, Rad's made for him. That's yeah. true, that's true. Because it's it's so much more useful. It's, it's made him realize, like, ah, oh, you know, like, instead of having, like, a big chest full of, equi- yeah. full of tools you've got to rummage through and so on, which is a classic engineer uh, trope. It's very cool. It's quite handy having something in your pocket that does most of it. Well, mm. I mean, after he threw away all of our other tools. He's not been known to carry, carry a weapon. <laughs> mm-hmm. He did Boris, everything else. Boris is maybe a bit of a lover, not a fighter. He, he doesn't see. carry mm. any sort of energy weapon, although he has mm. in the past used tools. He's used a drill. As he a now has a ride-on drill. I can't so, like, stop thinking about could all see of where these that things in a sexual lens. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a drill. He's got a ride-on drill. <laughs> Dan is that <laughs> meme right now. Dan is that meme right now. That Have you seen that meme where it's like 439 days without sex? Then there's some like outrageous comment. Well, it doesn't work now because I don't have one. <laughs> I've got a drill. I've got oh, a drill. Yeah, well, I just think I think of Boris as a hypersexually sexualized, sexually charged person. So you, know? you picture Boris as someone that bangs a lot. Oh, see, yeah. I see Boris as being absolutely oblivious to that. Same. Sort of thing. I don't picture Boris like, as banging. I don't banging. know if he's actually ace, but like he's definitely oblivious. If if someone was coming on to him, he wouldn't realize it. I feel like no. that's why Boris <sighs> is like so sexy because he doesn't mm. know about he Actually, no, care. you're right. I, you're right. I just I do see him that way, but I am seeing him sexy. And you know you're who right. bangs? You know who bangs? Who? Trevor. Yeah. I mean, Trevor. Trevor bangs. Trevor's fucking taking this. He's a cool guy. It would, it's 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 only certain people that he'd attract. People that actually think that his level of pretension is actually as cool as he does. But those are the people he wants anyway. When he takes Reese out and lands Reese at like just random landing bays and like flamboyant and then ways. And stands around and like, stands and hey, waits. And then if he doesn't get anyone, then he just takes off again and lands somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't imagine he's willing to put in a lot of work. I think like he put a lot of work into like the appearance. and Look like, at you Dick know, trying to he, clean it up. <laughs> then he'll just show up and be like, yeah. 
Dick's like, oh, he's like, cooler than that, you guys. He's cooler than that. This is the equipment episode. We're also talking about the game they bring. <laughs> I think that's Who'd exactly, that's Trevor's game. It depends on the, the desperation level of that day. Mm. I feel but like Trevor like, doesn't pull as much as you think. No, but you're right, though. I do. I, now that you've explained why Boris is sexy, I do think that it is because of his obliviousness to things. Yeah. yeah. Boris is super sexy. Oh, my God. Oh, because yeah. he's wild. Boris is out of control. Yeah. Boris he's is, And he's smart, which I think, you know what? I think that's hot. Yeah. Boris is super smart. And yeah. he's creative. And he knows a lot about esoteric things yeah he loves stuff i think that's like the most attractive thing a person can do and i think be boris really is into, into like stuff. most things as well i don't think boris would be turned off by like physical i think boris is probably i don't into, know i can't picture it as you say he's probably <laughs> maybe ace, boris I'm just is saying, ace like, i think it would be like mind and like um oh yeah like if 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 Boris isn't asexual, then he is definitely like like pan, sexual. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he he he's into people that are. Like, I can see that. You, you've got some of these rare alien seeds. I must see them. <laughs> oh, yes, no. we can have sex as well, but let's see them. Yeah. <laughs> Boris sure, only came sure. to your house. <laughs> he's just fucking. He's doing a trade. <laughs> Boris only came to your house to see your rare alien seeds. Yeah. <laughs> he's okay having sex as well, but he's mainly into seeing the seeds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, yeah, can we have sex while off, I And he's look looking at, at your seeds. little, your terrarium full of yeah. seeds still. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Jesus Christ. It's so funny that we talk about how, Bar- how much we love Boris. And um, as we've pointed out before, tell Morris, the prototype for Boris existed in our previous campaign and we just dunked on him the entire time oh, yeah, he yeah, had the same him. voice he had like he had like but well, he was actually same. cool in a sort of weird way because he was this mm. you know this old ancient defender of defender, like this, this monastery that was like this powerful monk who, drunk all the time and, he was just a bit old you know it was the only reason why he didn't seem as cool as he used to be in his youth dunked but. on Bar- on Tal morris all the time and now Boris, Boris shows up and it's like who i intentionally made as grotesque as i could in his initial appearance yeah Oh my god, what a he lovely was man. To, he was supposed to represent, you know, exactly why the Terrans aren't the amazing people they think they are. Yet, turns out Boris is amazing. He's brilliant, and I will not hear anything other than that. I love Boris. I've got a lot of love for Boris. Um, You asked about Jordan. I mean, Jordan, I don't know if he carries any equipment, but... Uh, Probably. I mean, you, you do have a saddle for him from the Jelly people. Yeah, and there's pockets. And Jordan, I mean, he mm-hmm. would... Yeah, in a, like a in a video game or something, you'd probably consider him a piece of your inventory's amount. I mean, I feel like Jordan is a weapon, so he doesn't mm. need one. Oh, well, there is that as well. Is, would you put like a, a an armored beak on Jordan? You know how crows? Can I don't have think like he a... needs. I don't think he needs an armored. Nah, beak. he's he super it. strong. He's super strong. He alien need that shit. He could bite someone's arm off pretty easily. He can do whatever he wants. You know, in like uh, games, we have to have like that whistle to get the mount to like show up just behind you, no matter how where you are. You just yeah. whistle and then like yeah. boom, right there. What's the whistle for Jordan? Is it just is what it just Cleo going one because Jordan! He, what if he's Jordan! what if because he is psychic? <laughs> oh. You don't have to do a whistle. But I like that so far we've heard Cleo just every time just yell out Jordan's name. Like, yeah. Jordan! But Jordan! what if Cleo and, and doesn't he's like, know? Yeah. That, he's like that sort of thing, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. like a puppy dog that knows its name and knows it's supposed to come, but doesn't come right away. Yeah. Well, like pretends like he's interested in the thing in the far corner for a little while before he comes. I feel you probably have to call Jordan telekinetically, yeah. but Cleo Tele- just yells because she doesn't know. 
Well, heck, and then that makes while so much she sense. yells, she's actually doing the like psychic call, but she doesn't realize yeah. it. That makes so much sense because we met Jordan with the telekinetic people, the jellies, right? Yeah. So telepathic. Yes, yeah, so, makes so much sense. So much sense. <laughs> telepathic. 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 Yeah. I think we have to revisit that lore dive, Dan. We will. We will. Hmm? But I definitely think that there's more to Jordan than we know. Then meets the eye, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he talk like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now he does. Too late. Too late. That's it. That's Jordan forever. So you guys do have a couple of um couple of ships as well, but I think yes. we're gonna have to cover that. Better shut up about its, it. its own law dive because that's a big issue. <laughs> okay then. Let's follow Taylor's lead there and sh- big old shut up about, about it. it. But I mean we we could briefly mention as well that <laughs> Boris actually owns a shut truck. Shut mouth. Or did we already mention that? <laughs> Boris owns a truck which you left. In a mine, in a, not in a minefield, okay. in an asteroid field. Look, yeah, but I don't know if we left. That was Boris not one hundred percent our fault. Yeah, I think that was Boris. Is actually the thing. So. I mean, it was a combined effort to. Um... I mean, I feel like we suited up and we mm-hmm. were like, "Do you need help?" I think it legitimately was the first time that the four of you actually did something together <laughs> that you saw. <laughs> I don't know why we have to go to that place tonight, but it's that's what we're doing. Sorry. That's what we're doing. That's right, where yeah. that's where we're at. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Like, ro- I don't know if it's a full moon. One day we'll have the fucking artwork that corresponds to that first. Somebody first, out there is uh, doing it right now. Look, I don't know if it's a full moon or if it's day. We're having week. a very sexy episode. It's a very we are. sexy episode. Look, we're talking I'm about sorry. equipment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for it. I'm very sorry. Well, I don't let's know. transition from equipment to something much less sexy. Gear. Oh. It's an arbitrary distinction between what is equipment and what is gear, but the gear is the stuff that you wear because you wear gear. Yes, we do. I wear gear. We're 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 ruining all geared up and ready to mingle. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I I think the funny thing is we would honestly in any sort of sexual scene in the main podcast we would fade to black so quick. Oh yeah, we wouldn't be comfortable with it. But it's like any (laughs) emotional thing. You know, I don't think I've ever actually real, done that. As soon as it gets too real, we just go, <laughs> jokes, jokes, jokes. Wait, 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 wait. Wouldn't it be... Nah, I don't know. Well, you, you say, wouldn't it be fun to role play out not, an entire I, sexual fun. encounter and it's Would it full? be funny? I don't think it would be funny. No. I don't I know what it would be. He starts growing his tentacle. Blah, 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 blah. So the problem is, <laughs> I mean, Does as soon as you start going... do this? Have you ever heard that? As soon as you that? actually start going for like penetration and stuff, it's... It's, it's, it has to be pornog- pornographic. Like it's, this has to be to titillate. It's not funny. I feel funny. like you wouldn't like describe the whole thing, though, right? No, maybe not. You would I'm sure do it like the way that we do. people out doing that, though. People out there do that. Do you really you just so? do a tasteful, you're all on the bed, and then at one point the camera slowly leans down to show the feet. And then it's the TV movie oh, thing. Feet? Why oh. the feet? Why no, no, the no, feet? No, 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 I'm getting You've there. You've ruined it, Dan. No, Dick hates feet. I hate feet, but I'm saying that there's the old school movie trope of like back in the day if they wanted to show sex between uh, people. You pan up. They show right? the pan up. Like no, 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 no. Let me let me get there. <laughs> it would it would pan down and show that like the base of the bed, and then the feet would lift up and move onto the bed, and then that was when the camera would fade out, and that was <sighs> it saying they're in the bed. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> there. In the bed. That we was, all know what that means. That was cinematography with Dan. 101. Hey, listen here. What kind of armor 
are the bastards even wearing? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. I think we all know the answer to that, though. They're wearing armor oh. from Keen. Keen? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, I do know the answer to that question. The magnificent yes. Keen. Uh, oh, he's magnificent. In terms of fashion, particularly uh, militaristic space pirate fashion, Keen is is the, the absolute top of the line. Wow. So why don't we, uh, I mean, we'll start with uh, Cleo. <laughs> yes, who's we wearing will. <laughs> a full yes, suit of keen armor. It's uh, in the sky blue and blood red color combo. Yes! Beautiful. Fully armored, uh, but with some sort of fingerless gloves that allow bear claws to come out because ultimately you couldn't make better claws than what an Ursine already has. You can't. It's impossible. Scientists have tried. They've tried and they've failed. The easiest thing to do is to lop off the arm of an existing Ursine and just use that. Whoa. All right. <laughs> except, <laughs> except that pretty quick, Taylor. <laughs> Went from absolute disgust to all right. <laughs> but Cleo's armor has a uh, built-in spacesuit. It has built-in yeah. fold-out wings that allow her to glide through the air. Yes, like a Gundam. Gundam wings. Yep. It has Gundam built-in wing. built-in snack pocket that's mm, yes right under Emergency. the face. Mm-hmm. Like so, you could use it the same way as you would. Uh, well, like you know, like when the horses have a little feed feeding thing over their snout, just mm. like that. I see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of thought of it more like I put some crackers in my purse, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a mouth diaper. What else does that armor do? I mean, it's uh, that was horrible. Is, mouth. Diaper. Oh, it's. I mean, it is the the primary, I guess, design. Uh, design feature is that it is really built with Cleo in mind because Cleo is yeah. an explosives expert, a bit of a tinkerer, a bit of a nice. uh, bit of a scavenger. So any weapon that she picks up, she can snap on there. Like it's got like little attachments to grab things on all mm-hmm. the way across both um, both chest packs and waist. Like a utility belt that you can attach your bombs, your grenades, your guns to. Yes. Snap, snap, snap ah. them on. Ah. Into it. I'm into it. There's a lot of compartments. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. It's kind of expandable because you could snap some sort of bag onto one of those compartments as well mm-hmm. and have pouches. Mm-hmm. And I need that kind of uh, storage because I'm a moving closet. I'm constantly dragging all my crap around. Oh, yeah. When we, we, we went through the weapons and equipment, like Cleo's been hoarding a bunch of shit. Yeah. And that's just, that's how I'm going to be forever until I'm dead. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, meanwhile with Z, in the, the same armored uh Sky blue and uh, blood red color combo. He has yeah. what amounts to kind of a throne with armored plates that can sort of rise up. That um, oh, yes, in okay. which the honey boy can sit there as a sort of a floating orb, or it can expand out into various sizes. It has three fully articulated uh, jellyfish tentacle legs and a little jet propulsion device that, in fact, allows him to hover up to. Around two meters high over Two obstacles. meters? No one's ever gone that high, Dickie. Hmm. Wow. Probably not. Yeah. It's a good thing, and I like that uh, finally uh, Z is in a jelly body befitting of the jelly body. Oh, yeah, ditching the, the bipedal shape makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah that jellyfish. was a journey. He's yeah. in an armor that's jellyfish-shaped. Took a while, but uh, it got there in the end. It did take a while. Heck. Two awesome bits of equipment and gear for uh, us there. Love it. So both those armors have this, the standard armor rating, which is how armor works in the order of use of one. And that just means any incoming damage is reduced by one, which there's a very high probability of you taking only one damage. So that armor completely absorbs many attacks. And uh, it, yeah, the upgraded armor ratings, it's not something that I've needed to consider yet. 
So that's it. That's 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 what we're armor gets. You can still upgrade this armor with new features, new ways of defending yeah, yourself. I was about to ask, like, how do we yes! like take that uh take that one to being like a two or a three or possibly a four? Can that happen? Well, I mean, what I just said was that it can't. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Okay, then. I guess I was too yeah, focused Dan. on getting yeah, ready to Dan. ask the question that I didn't hear the answer already. <laughs> Damn it, but I wanted to be true. I wanted to. Wait, well, let, maybe me say one so- day. let me say this. Let me say this. We could get shit to attach to ourselves that would make us bigger. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Zio. Zio. Build the Zio. Zio. We'll I mean, armor Zio. rating of two would only exist to combat like damage crawl and like or damage creep. And I've tried not to have any sort of stat creep at all in this game because, honestly, it just bothers me. <laughs> like, okay. in other games, you're just constantly working. Well, Dick, we don't like, want you bothered, so let's not worry about a, um, an armor creep. Functionally, then. what's the difference of, okay, of like, oh, I deal 10 damage, but you absorb 5 of it, or I deal 1 damage and you deserve... Uh, maybe that's, uh, those, those numbers are bad. I, I deal... <laughs> I deal... I mean, look, I I am a huge fan of idle games where, like, I just uh, incrementally click on things more. The numbers just get bigger and bigger. So for me, that works. But uh, but I totally understand what you're saying about that because, uh, you know, fundamentally, the story's the same, right? And uh, you've tried to build a system focused on the the role-playing and the interactions rather than the I think what is always more interesting when you level up and when you sort of, you know, you go places in the game is getting new shit you can do. I like it's that. It's more important than bigger numbers. And I can now float, and Cleo can now eat snacks on the go. So yeah, that's the big thing with the, this, this equipment. <laughs> so I, this can thing, these gears. I can also float. I can also float. Is, uh, yeah, the ability to expand and, like, advance the, the technological capabilities of what you have. So these armors, very intentionally, modular. Oh, I love it. I mean, mm. Z's already in, yeah, he's got a... Um, an energy shield and well, a yeah. stealth, I mean, stealth projection. Can, uh, interact directly with computers and uh, not needing a uh, robotic um, uh, arm. So uh, I love that. I you love, can download uh, I movies. Boy. Could. And you wouldn't do that, obviously. You would not download a movie. You wouldn't, or, download, or a a, you wouldn't download a car. You would not. So um, neither would Z. Yeah, no. You would. We wouldn't do that. Do that. No, no, criminal, no criminality in his You bones. wouldn't download a pizza. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'll download a pizza. I'm gonna download a pizza right now. I don't give a shit who's watching. Yeah. I download a, pi- a pizza and and then I download another pizza. I would download a pizza in the middle of a police station. Come get me. <laughs> the uh, call's coming any... from when inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you guys want to know about gear? Yeah. Shit. Um, yeah, actually, like, here's the thing. This is something that I think is cool. So it's not even a question. Like it is and it isn't. It's a thought. Yeah. So Z and Cleo are both piloting a thing, right? Because Z is piloting the honey boy and then also the suit of armor. And then Cleo mm. is the human piloting an earth sign. So Z and Cleo are both things within a thing. Kinder egg surprise. Oh, shit. Right? Yeah. And there are people like right like out of their natural element as well. Like Z. Yeah. Z belongs in water as like a swimming thing, but he's just he's rocking around on land as a walking thing. Yep. Cleo is like originally meant to be this like this this agile, tiny human that is actually this huge, powerful lumbering bear. Fire and water right there. Right. And that's like the coolest thing, right? Like we're talking about gear. Like the ultimate gear is the fact that we're driving bodies that technically ain't ours. 
and like over time that's evolved right like there's pros and cons and i think that like we don't even know all of them yet because mm. like we, we yeah we we don't really we don't see a lot of z outside of the honey boy because yeah. he he doesn't function very well that way no and uh i mean cleo her her body's gone and buried so we're not going to see her uh in her original form i guess not but you know what this is the future so you never know mm. yeah i know. mean someone could have someone Some could have spider stuff going on there oh you never know you never know i got one more question while we're here Oh, yeah. Um, and that is, yeah. Uh, so What's your can, favorite color? <laughs> can Cleo and Z wear anything, or is there a kind of armor rating in place? Uh, and, ah, and how would yes. that work? So there's no armor. There's no armor skill even. Like oh. technically, if you wanted to use like medieval plate mail armor or something, you'd find yourself having to make durability checks often to make full use of it. But base armor is like light and built to be kind of easy so there's no straight up armor rating or armor armor skill that you need you don't have to have a certain class of armor you can just choose to put it on i think in a a role play and sort of technical sense there could be times where it's just getting in the way of you doing things if you've got like big heavy armor on and you're like Mm -hmm. falling in the water you you run into troubles but yeah cleo and z can choose to wear whatever armor they want anything ultimately just remember just remember that you said that where would you want? Just remember. All right. Well, you know what that brings us to. What? What, Dan? It's time for question. It's time for The most unorganized intro to a segment of any podcast. It's One day, people, we will have a more organized, you know, thing. These are just going to get worse and worse. They're going to get worse. They're going to get worse, aren't they? Just going (laughs) to. I feel like we started the jam, though. We're getting there. Okay, picture this. What if we We did it? We can record one in person in London. What if we did it? What if we did it for like a half hour? Oh, shit. That'd be like, that'd be getting some type of trance. Do you think you would break into like a Zen state? Like a flow? Yeah, I think it would. Maybe. It would be definitely meditation. Anyway, do we want to hear one of these listener questions? Well, Uh, I think you got one for us, don't you, Dickie? I guess we could. Isaac asked an interesting one, which uh, I'm kind of big on. Uh, Here's one. Have you considered equipment weight, like an inventory capacity? Oh. Maybe have, min- have a miniaturizer that holds your crap as a viable inventory expansion? Bag of holding, perhaps? I do like the um, the idea of like a, some sort of miniaturizer bag of holding type thing. Yes. That equipment is very weight cute. and inventory capacity is not something that we bother with when we we're recording Backwater Bastards. I do, however, have a... a an aura of realism around what I will allow the bastards to carry around with them. So if one of them decides to pick up something particularly big and ungainly, then that is in their hands. That's they are cool. holding it in their hands. They can't have another one. They can't do wow. anything until they put it down. Wow. But I think we also help here because we all as players and as uh, storytellers, uh, in, your, in your case, Dickie, um, act with our hands in these recording sessions. So. Yeah. You know, we're, in times true. where both of us have been carrying something heavy, we'll sit here on camera holding something <laughs> in our hands. And it's so, it may not have a weight on a character sheet, but in our minds, it definitely That's does. That's the thing, though, because that makes it more fun. Like when we're playing, I feel like I'm looking for the way in which I can't. 
You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I'm looking for the limitation because the limitation is where the comedy is. Yeah. So we do kind of, we limit ourselves in that sense. It's also the, the way the game works. Like, your party has a starship where you can keep all kinds of gear. It's very useful. And then you, when you go on a mission, you grab the gear you want. And that's another thing we have, like, you know... Like back, you know, when Harry used to decide whether or not he'd bring his field gun because it was so big or Mm, like whether or not you have certain pieces of equipment is actually a question. And if we were going to like really game it and play it, like the way, you know, Orbital Refuse will eventually insist that you do play is that you'll have an inventory, a starship, like here's my catalog of stuff inventory. And then you have like a mission inventory where you load specific slots. You'll be like, okay, I've got one big weapon on my back. I've got my small weapons. I've got these units fit into these slots and then I'm carrying a little satchel with these things in it and that's it and then you have mm-hmm. to like you know go back to your ship to restock or change mm-hmm. which technically like I feel like that's how you guys already play but we could codify that more and uh yeah I mean just even just saying it aloud like that I was like I know exactly how this works yeah I think it would be fun to have it in the rules but I think to so far it's been quite interesting because we we just get so lost in the role playing that we we literally will be holding these things in our hands mm. invisibly. So that's really I just fun. feel like there are so many things that like we we have these disadvantages, but Dick doesn't have to launch them on us because we hurt ourselves on our own more than anybody. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's not yet been a situation where I thought like, okay, what are you doing? You're carrying too much stuff. You you literally. <laughs> Just, you know, put a park bench on your back. You can't no. now swing an axe as well. Like, you know, like it's a... Uh... Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, we've got another question here from Maddest Max. And he asks, what are the typical weapons, if any, of all the big factions? Um. Okay. Yeah, I dig it. So first of all, synths themselves, they kind of are the weapon. War synths, they are built with all the tools they need to to fight on the front lines, which means energy blades, energy rifles, all these sorts of things are just built into their body. Yeah, they, they can still like grab a weapon and pick it up. But the, the big advantage, I guess, is that they've always got it. And also you can't take it off them and use it yourself. They are the monks of D&D. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the wraiths have a real penchant for energy blades and energy starves. And the ones they have are quite archaic and different because they, they've they been using star sand to make weapons long before any of the other species of the galaxy. That's you know, They are actually the first ones. Oh. They Because they have this rich tradition of doing it a certain way, they're behind the times technologically. Like they don't, they haven't adapted to all the new uses that Terrans and Synths have come up for, come up with for these things. That's not to say that Wraiths can't use any weapon they want. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, more they traditionally- got magic. They got yeah. more magic stuff. I mean, more traditionally, like they are, they're going to go for like these funny, big old archaic weapons, big, long, slightly awkward energy starves that Sounds they can just so utilize cool. because their body has specifically adapted to be good at it. God, I want to be a wraith. I want to be a wraith, Taylor. <laughs> wraiths. Oops, all wraiths. Next story wraith season. Wraith season. Now, the Terrans, <laughs> and by extension, like many of their occupied worlds, they are. I guess the more familiar equipment, because that's generally they use the sort of equipment that um, that Z and and Cleo have been using, mm. which is your st- standard energy energy um, energy blasters, rifles, and the occasional energy blade. It's easy to replace. That's the mm. thing. I mean, Harry had a couple of different guns and also an energy baton, which is functionally works the same way as an energy blade, but mm-hmm. strikingly different. Nice. Heck. Uh, the same functionality, I guess, like as Cleo's ghost axe, which is, again, one of those, it creates a concussive force when you st- strike with it. 
as opposed to an energy blade, which is just this constant burning plasma beam that can cut stuff. Oh, I love I like that. that. Well, you know, Isaac was asking a lot of questions today. Yeah, he's got some questions in him. He's got a lot of questions. Got a lot of questions. And that's good because Dick's got a lot of answers, right, Dick? Right. And he okay, so right. here's one that I like. Our <laughs> AI, like Reese, counted as a synth. I mean, vaguely off topic, but as I have we covered that before? As no. Like Reese technically is not a synth because the synths oh. they are like a race. They are almost they're an artificial species. They are copies of the originator. Mm. And they have something which other artificial intelligences don't have, which is a um, an organic-like brain. Their brain functions the same way as an organic, as opposed to an AI where they legitimately are like a piece of programming. They're a piece of code that technically can copy everything that a living being will do, but they don't do it the same way. They, they get there through a different method, through an artificial method. Okay, okay. okay. So the distinction it. is... It's pretty hazy because, like, you. But could they would technically... still be considered an individual. Is it just because they don't have the spark from the originator that they're not synth? Well, synths themselves would make that distinction. But I mean, you look at you look at someone, and I say someone like Reese. They clearly have their own wants and dreams and desires, and are an intelligent being. Yeah, because Reese has always struck struck me as someone who is an individual. Yeah, a self learning artificial intelligence is just as much a person. You could argue. But again, like the synths, they have uh, a real sense of we are something different. We are synthetic life forms. We are not artificial intelligence. Okay. But also in a technical sense, they are artificial intelligence. They just are built much more like a living thing. Yeah. Whatever. Reese is real. Bye. Yeah. Thanks, Tay. <laughs> Into that. <laughs> Dickie, last question's yours. Um, also, Jim asked, are there any weapons or pieces of equipment that hinder or buff the user? Like, this gun or armor is too heavy, so you can't move as fast. Also, since there's supposedly an organic living ship out there, are there living organic weapons or armor? Heck! How many questions, questions can you put in your questions? I didn't know this was fucking pimp my question going okay, so on first, here. First question, though. Pieces of equipment <laughs> and armor that's too heavy that you can't move as fast. I legitimately came up with that concept earlier in this episode, didn't I? The but idea also, that's like Cleo's gun. Big... Is it? Cleo's gun is custom rifle made so that only Cleo can use it. Yeah, you need a big pole. Oh, okay. So okay. if anyone, yeah, anyone else would pick it up, they wouldn't be able to fire it with mean. their little little hands. I thought yeah. you were saying that like I was slower when I used it, and I was like, "Girl, no." Yeah, well, it doesn't doesn't hinder but, clear. But girl, I know that yes. Z has used it, but Z got a deep uh, a negative when using it because it was clear. Not, Not for Z. Not for Z's. Not for Z. Not for Z. Like armor that's too heavy, or armor that you have to like make um, durability rolls to mm -hmm. function with. I kind of dig the idea of that, having like super heavy tank armor to have to like fight your way through it. Yeah, we haven't built anything like that yet, but the the custom nature of this universe and the idea that everything you get is slightly different to everything else that everyone else has, that you can make things yourself. I I love the idea. Balancing advantages and disadvantages is the essence of a character in Orbital Refuse. Why could it not be the essence of a piece of equipment as well? And I don't know, the second question, organic weapons and armor, there's got to be, right? I, I think that's super cool. I mean, maybe even the species that the, uh, the seed, you know, the organic ship, oh, maybe at a certain man. stage in their, um, in their lifespan, they can be used as an organic weapon. Like maybe they're a seed and then they're a sprout and then suddenly they're a gun, you know? And oh, then they're I'm like, going to oh. go pick a gun from the gun tree. 
<laughs> I mean, that's a cool idea. Cleo, these guns don't just grow on trees. That's like if John Wick was a druid. Yeah, I love that. Did I just wait? Did I fuck that up? And no, in terms John of like Wick organic, druid, yeah. organic weapons and armor as well. That's uh, that's something we'll probably touch on eventually. But that's sort of getting into special powers and alien abilities, which wait, alien abilities, wraith territory, because they are all about <laughs> developing natural abilities, These weapons, and armor. Just create more episodes. We gotta be wraiths. Yeah, yeah. got to be right. But there's also, I mean, like Z has an alien ability of his um his I mind guess, hacking. I guess. Z is a guy. Just like, I'm alien. just a regular dude just trying just to make it on dude. the radio, you know? But that is an organic weapon, isn't it? He can use his tentacles to just invade someone's brain. It's not a tree yeah. gun, if that's what you not mean. A tr- it's not a tree gun. It's, it's not, not really a tree gun. Tri gun. Tree gun. But maybe. Tri-gun. Maybe if we sort of get back into the, those loose threads that are the story surrounding the seed. Maybe we'll find some organic weapons. Okay, out there. wait, well, Dick. Heck. Dick, are we gonna like meet the the seed in the future? Can't answer that question. Oh, you have to shut leave up, that Dan. For story. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> Jeez, I was this close. I mean, it's kind of too good a loose end to not tie up, right? It's oh we only God. saw it as a seed, and we that know it grows the, into something else. That was the funnest episode on Earth. That was so fun because you guys were all bad, and I was the hero. You threw it out in the airlock. You just like, yeah, bah, bah. I was the hero. You guys were just. I really like that episode. That episode, that episode is was good shit. Okay, but I was the hero in a big. I was I was the hero and the responsible driver. I think if we were to graph out how many times one of us has been the hero, I think Cleo would be the hero a lot more often than anyone else. I mean, you. I think you're me from forgetting the to factor in all the times that I blew us up on purpose. <laughs> yeah, but that's not a negative. All that's right. just a different. That's a different graph. It's a different, it's a different graph. It's just a different. That's other data. It's a different, different set of information. That's not you know? a graph. That's a pie chart. Yeah, that exactly. doesn't affect. That doesn't affect whether or not she's been You're, the hero. Exactly. Your that's hero. a really cool way to look at it. You know, because it's like, <laughs> hey, you can still be the hero. And blow us up. And blow us up. Yeah. You have to be I able. I think it's just it's that's some, not a it's something mindset. about there's yeah. something about the character of Cleo, but like it makes it feel like she should often be someone to swoop in and save things for some reason. Because Cleo like Z is Z is much more likely to be like, right, well, I'm going to get in here and I'm going to do the admin that nobody is doing because <laughs> I clearly have to do it myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So it comes around the side and starts fixing all the problems. Uh, unsung hero work, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, look, I get caught up. I get caught up in the uh, in, in in the role play, and sometimes it's it's not even until I listen back to the episodes that they go. Cleo was fucking onto something the entire time that I completely missed because I was so focused on being Z. <laughs> you know, like, really? So Does that actually happen to you? Hundred percent happens. Where I listen back to it, and I'm like, what the fuck was I on about? Trying to fucking do this like <laughs> this boring, follow the lead, follow the thing. That's super weird. But that's I do so like funny. having those sort of posed ideas because that's what makes like a fun friendship and a fun duo is that oh, 100% yes not having them not be carbon copies of one another we would be boring if we were the same hmm. well look as we discussed earlier in this episode we're far in water we're far, desert and far wa- desert and ocean yeah coke it's our own and take Pepsi. on fire and water desert and ocean <laughs> <laughs> come at us george <laughs> Yeah, George. Who's George? Who's George? To- uh, the, 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 um, George R.R. R. Martin. The R.R. Martin, yeah. Song of Ice and Fire. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. I think we could take him. I'm not yeah, like... I'm you can, you, can, you can talk about fire and water and no one's going to think it's anything to do with him. Say that we're going to be fucking... Uh, A yeah. game of fire and... 
A and game of desert and ocean. A game sand of and sand and jelly. Yes. <laughs> a game of sand and ants. My gosh. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I think that's all the listener questions we got. Uh, that's all the listener questions. Unfortunately, that's it is. It. it is. At this time, that's all we have. And you know what? If you wanted to know more, you should have fucking asked more. So. And you can ask more by sending in your questions to backwaterbastards at gmail.com. Hit us up on the Twitters. Hit us up on Instagram. Join the Discord. It's in the show notes. Literally. That's where you find the Discord. Um, So, guys. Guys. Did you learn anything interesting? Anything that's going to change the way you're going to play in the future? Anything that uh, surprised you? I learned that we all agree that Boris is asexual and sexy. I... Dangerous combo. Learned about organic weapons, which I'm deeply intrigued by, and I will be looking for in the future on my loot ventures. Um, I also kind of forgot about energy gloves, and yeah. now yeah. I've remembered about them. Oh, we should get some for clear. We energy should gloves get are cool. some energy gloves just Can because. You imagine like, one that extended energy yeah. fucking things over the yeah. claws. I know. I mean, Cleo doesn't need them, but I know. I she cool. had them. Look. Okay, cosmetically, I'm just saying, would be nice. Would be nice. Would be nice. I'm would just be saying, nice. it would make the whole Zio ensemble sparkle a little bit more. <sighs> would just be nice. And I found another reason to completely and desperately lust after wraiths um, yeah. and synths. Oh. To be fair, oh, this yeah. is a deep interest. And like Reese not being a synth. It was not a question I had, but once it was asked, I was like, what does the actual, what is the official mm. response on this question? I we was curious. We should hang out with Reese more. We should take Reese out for a day I out. I still want to have like soon. a Reese storyline. Yeah, we should do a little Reese day out soon. I'm super interested in that. Um, That's a fun and idea. And I feel like we obviously always need the reminders of just how basic shit works, how armor works, and can yeah. it scale up. Yeah. It's just nice for us because sometimes I feel like the role play goes so hard that I forget that there are rules. There's a game going on here as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's nice to get all of that as well. Like these are super helpful for me. And what you don't know, those of you who are listening, I occasionally take notes while we do this. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, I've I'm, got yellow post it notes all over the shop. I'm over here like. Uh, hold on, right? What was that again? Uh, what mm. are the available starter weapons? Yeah. No, so, I mean, yeah. my, my uh, post-it notes are um, a little bit um, more about quips and, um, yeah. and smart-ass comments. We're going to be make. ready with those. <laughs> and while we were doing this, I cleaned up my my uh, inventory, too. So nice. I, had, I hadn't, like, put on a couple things so that I'd forgotten. So I've cleaned it up. I've done, you tied I'm, up. You don't, you don't have it in multiple places anymore. It's all in one document. Yeah, it's all there. Yeah. It's all there. All right then. And what about you, Dicky? What have you, you got learn? excited for and learned? Oh, I'm. I mean, I'm really looking forward to uh, to some of these things down the line. Definitely, like learning more about wraiths would be great fun. Getting into the the seed would be so much fun. But uh, hey, we got things to do first. I think Midspace still has a whole lot to say. I mean, we're about to go record an episode, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Is it about Midspace? Oh, kind of. We're in it. A little bit. So uh, I guess we should say goodbye. Um, thank you all for coming and enjoying Heck, this thank Law you. Dive podcast episode. Yes. We'll see you next time. See oh, you. we will. There. Bye. Bye. Tune in next time for another Edge of Your Seat adventure in space with the Backwater Bastards.
If you enjoy listening, but also have eyes, check out our Instagram, where we post drawings, illustrations, character art from our adventures. Backwater underscore bastards. Check out our Instagram on Instagram.